Hi, everyone. I'm Emily. And I'm Vince. And this is The Lighthouse Lowdown. <laughs> In my defense, I haven't done this in a very long time. Yeah, I was just staring at the go button. I was just staring at it like, hit the button, make the sound. You should have done it. it. Do it. I want you to do it. Hit me. We were just playing Fortunate Son for everyone who wants to tune in and feel the vibes. (laughs) We're not playing it right now, but you could. It's a good song to either go to war or start your podcast. Here we are. War is this from a movie? Oh, so many movies. Really? Basically every Vietnam film. Where they're on a helicopter. Oh. Fortunate song. Fortunate Weird. song. Anyways. Well, we're not going to war. Yeah. We're educating. Yes. What are we educating ourselves about today? Well, I'm uh, doing another international lighthouse. I really want to get back to the American ones, but I keep getting sucked away. There's a lot of them. It's a I big know. world. So this one, um, well, first of all, I want to apologize. I don't have a history buoy. Vince knows. Uh, Vince knows the trauma that went down. Because I... Why don't you? Be For the listeners. <laughs> because I researched and researched and researched this topic that I thought was going to relate to lighthouses. Um, and there was physics involved and uh, wavelengths and all kinds of stuff. Optics. And then I realized that the topic was irrelevant because there are standards in place where... You don't just pick the color of a lighthouse lens based on what is the most efficient. You pick it based on some other factors that I will cover in a subsequent history buoy. So you're saying you were researching what color a light at a lighthouse is based on science. Like why would they pick certain colors? Yeah, like why do we only see green and red? It's like, oh, well, I was going to... Which technically I did prove why we picked those colors you know, at the beginning of time, <laughs> 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 but you know, but it's not, it's no longer, it's not really relevant. Well, like, um, airplanes, they use green and red lights, right? As well. Like marker lights. Yeah. As well as ships. Oh, almost everybody does. To mark, uh, what port and starboard, starboard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah cause sh- because I'm going to do it. I'm going to cover it. Oh, I'm sorry. I just wasn't ready today because I was so I, re- science. I mean, people, I researched for hours, hours, and I was going deep into physics equations and <laughs> like, you know, derivations, like lumen, what is it? Luminous intensity equations and how like it accounts for like the curvature of the earth and how the human eye, like the average human eye perceives color. Yeah. It's all taken into consideration into this one equation. So it was just like a, a nesting doll of equations all in one equation so i was falling all these branches down and that's when i started to question myself lots of parentheses within <sighs> yeah where it's like a variable and then the whole alphabet and then there. it's like this variable is the equation for lumens and i'm like what the heck is this so i clicked on it and it's like this whole other thing with a bunch of other variables that are all actually equations <laughs> so i'm like okay i'm out of here uh. <sighs> so anyway that's what happened i don't have a history buoy because i s- put so much energy into failure that yeah. I just have to move on or it'll consume me. I remember seeing a joke. <laughs> we'll get to it. You'll be okay. I remember seeing a joke um, when I was in, in school. I was in engineering school. Mm-hmm. My brother sent me, I think it was like a, a meme or something. 
and it was talking about someone looking at a long equation, like working, you know, really hard. They're reading it. It's like a, it's like a short video, I guess. Yeah. And they go, ah, there. And they put their finger down. It goes, a number. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else was X, Y, Z, constants, yeah. subtext. Ugh. A number. A number. <laughs> Some constant. Oh, yeah, that was me. Working diligently for my fans. Yep. Speaking of fans, the lighthouse today comes from a listener. So All right. Everyone get excited. It wasn't actually my fault that we have an international one coming. The fact that the next one after this is also international is absolutely my fault. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you why. We're traveling. Yeah. Well, we just haven't done um we just haven't done a US lighthouse or any subject for like since like twenty four. Wasn't Nosset Light twenty four? That's too far. It's been a while. Do you want me to look at the website? Yeah. So first, speaking of website, I just wanted to see. Um, we've got on our LinkedIn. I want to thank everybody. We have two hundred and thirty-two followers on woot, LinkedIn. Woot! Woot! Which, which is it's not that many, but it's a lot from zero. Which yeah, we started and, and from it's recently. coming up on how many Instagram followers we have. So, so I'm going to look at podpage.com. No, no, no! It's new. That's what oh, I was trying to say. Wait, what's our new website? We have upgraded our website, and uh, now it's just thelighthouselowdown.com. Now you guys don't have to follow our link tree because everything you need is on our website. That's where I'm going to start posting pictures. I'll still update the Instagram, but I'll post pictures and all of our references and resources will also be listed on the website under a tab that says resources. We also show up, at least on my phone, if you search the lighthouse slowdown on Google. No way. Yep. So I did purchase our domain through Google, so I would expect that they would give us a little oh. bit of sorry to interrupt you i i was surprised alcatraz was episode 26 okay that was in the u.s and then land swords fuhrer nomazaki the lighthouse way those are all foreign lighthouse cocktail hour here in the u.s <laughs> technically foreign the cocktail hour yeah because we talked about I our guess, trip yeah we did talk about st augustine florida a little bit okay anyways so we are a traveling lighthouse podcast yeah, you know what? Like, yeah, there's already a lighthouse podcast that talks about American lighthouses, um, but we're gonna get back to we're gonna get back to those. We're the most explicit lighthouse podcast on the <laughs> internet. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> uh, we got a lot of uh, good feedback from our our last episode that we posted the lighthouse cocktail. I think people like to hear us goofing off. We won't make a habit of doing that because this is a lighthouse podcast. But every once in a while, we'll throw yeah. in something. Fun and goofy. Just a little now and then. We'll try to take you along for a ride. Yeah, try and keep it less crass. Shake up your Monday. <laughs> so, here we go. Here we go. The lighthouse we're covering today is called Snake Island Lighthouse. I don't like snakes. I know. That's why I said you'd love this episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is also very fitting because this week, Indiana Jones comes out. Oh, hey. Yep. The like source. Either. That's where everybody figured out that they were scared of snakes. Yeah. So where Snake Island in English? It's called Snake Island? Well, oh, Snake Island is what it's known as. The actual island is called Aya de Aya de Quemada Grande. Grand. Aya That's all I got from Quemada Grande. It's uh outside Brazil. Oh, okay. 
that makes sense why but it goes by snake trouble. island yeah it's 90 kilometers okay <laughs> it's some distance off the coast of brazil it is wild the amount of different sources because the story of this island is like it's uh, newsworthy and so oh my gosh lots of um articles have been written about it and you know how some articles are based on zero fact at all yeah so there tends to be lots and lots of conflicting information on okay that. and i tried to measure it off of you know google maps like okay what's the distance but it just gives you that little notch on the bottom that kind of describes a distance and it's like an inch is five kilometers. I'm like, well, I can't pull the inch off and measure it across my screen. <laughs> okay. So uh, we were in Alaska recently. Mm-hmm. I was on a motorcycle ride. It was awesome. I was with my dad and my brother, both of which are very smart people. My dad, we, so we cross into Canada. Immediately the speed limit changes uh, from miles per hour to KPH, oh, kilometers yeah, per hour. Course. And I'm an idiot. So I'm like, well, I was speeding in the U.S. I'm probably going to be speeding in Canada. Um, I don't know, you know, we're, we're talking, we have these, uh, radios in our helmets so we can talk to each other while we're driving. And, um, my dad says, so to do the conversion from kilometers to miles, whether it's distance or in speed, doesn't matter. Um, cause the per hour cancels, right. um, you take the kilometers per hour. So I'm going to do this example. Let's say it's 90. You take it divided by two. So that's 45. And then plus uh, zero to 90 in tens, there's nine. So zero, 10, 20, 30, 40, up to nine. So 45 plus nine is 54. So 90 kilometers is how many miles? <laughs> Converted it to meters because I'm an idiot. 55.9. Wow. Pretty dang close. Thanks, so Dad. Pretty close. Yeah, it's a good. Uh... So I took that information and I continued to speed. Shame on you. Yeah, I was going 60 miles an hour. So you were saying, I'm sorry to interrupt you. It's 90 kilometers. So it roughly. It is the one I selected. I guarantee it's less than that. But Oh, okay. I just picked one Snake of the five that. different articles that covered the same subject, but gave wildly different information. Okay. <laughs> and there's not much to go on. Like there's not. So, so then they write crazy stuff in the articles. I've linked them all so you can read them. And some of them are pretty dramatic. Anyway. There is another island called Snake Island, and it's part of Ukraine. It has a lighthouse, which is also called Snake Island Lighthouse. (laughs) Okay. um, Nobody look it up, because that's the one I'm covering in our next episode. Ooh, two Snake Islands in a row. Yeah, because there's a crazy backstory. So this Crazy backstory. I mean, like gods, like Greek gods. I know. Oh, my gods. Uh, (laughs) 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 So... Oh, thanks. I suppose I turn that on. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Snake Island. This is going to be Snake Island parentheses of Brazil. Yes. And then Snake Island parentheses Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And they both are crazy. Yes. Okay. This one I would say is crazier. Well, no, I can't say anything. I actually, <laughs> <laughs> you guys can, you guys can send us say send <laughs> send me some messages can send us a voicemail on our website which i thought was crazy or you can send us an email um 
both all, all from our website. You can do anything on there. It's it's amazing what happens when you just pay a little bit of money. Crazy. <laughs> but you can tell us uh, in in about a month, or I guess three weeks, which one you think is a crazier snake island. There you go. But so I'm gonna go in. This island is a total of 109 acres, um, and it ranges from bare rock to rainforest. No so way. it's got like a, a large range of in 100 acres temperatures and types of climate. <laughs> what are you looking at? I'm going to look up acres to hectares. Why? Because that's their, I think, it's the, uh, yeah, 40.5 hectares. <laughs> <laughs> so 100 acres from rock to rainforest. I'm sorry I interrupted you can guess why it's known as Snake Island. Snakes are not supposed to be on islands. I know. There's a fun story as to why there are snakes. And not just some snakes. Snakes. Hundreds of thousands of snakes. How are these snakes thriving? Are they eating each other? No. Well, sometimes they resort to cannibalism. Birds. Birds. Migratory birds. But anyway, there's estimated, and I've seen lots of ranges. I think people like a sensational story, so they'll say... There's 400,000 snakes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, but then I also saw that a, an official count was done in, like, 2015 or something, and there was 4,000. But I so don't want to believe a that. a scale of 100 off? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100 multiplier? People exaggerated by, like, a lot. Well, to be fair, if you sent me to an island and said, Vince, Vince can you uh, oh. go count the snakes? I'd be like, yeah, there was 12. Yeah. I'm not doing like that. like, one, two, three, four. Okay. <laughs> I see <laughs> one. I'm going to say there was 4,000. <laughs> Multiply by that. Like, yep, 4,000. one. <laughs> <laughs> but in the case of 400,000, we're talking about one snake per meter. So you'd never be more than three feet away from a snake. Mm. You know, there is, I'm going to misquote something, I'm sure. Kodiak Island in Alaska, mm-hmm. Kodiak Bears. I'm pretty sure there's one bear Per square mile. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the most dense square bear. mile? Yes. That is a lot for bears. That's bizarre. That, Pretty those sure are that's big. true. So, He's, yeah, one yeah. snake per meter. <sighs> that's a lot of snakes. That's insane. You know what's worse? Is that these aren't just any snakes. It's not just a lot of snakes. It's not just a lot of like rat snakes or something. These are hundreds of thousands of golden lancehead viper. They're all the same breed? Mm-hmm. Because... they're yellow? Back in the Ice Age... <laughs> Wait, in the Ice Age? Yeah. When all... When there Did was... Did not expect this. When there was a... The um, the ocean rise, the sea level rose by a lot. Remember we were... UFOs we were, watching, were here. Yep. We were watching... Uh, what was it called? Oh, uh, some Ancient show. Apocalypse. Yeah. Uh, th- we never watched the final episode. We sure did not. Isn't that bizarre? We, we, we binged that seat, that yeah, whole thing. Yeah, but we thing. made fun of the guy the whole time. We didn't make fun of the guy. He made... Uh, Archaeologists Archaeologists believe. <laughs> I'm like, stop ragging. Okay. If you don't know Here, what we're talking about, beef. go to Netflix, watch any episode. Yeah. Except for the last one because we haven't seen it. Yeah, right. Of Ancient Apocalypse with Graham Hancock. Is, I think that's his name. Oh, really? I think. I don't I know. Don't Maybe know. I just made that up. <laughs> and uh, It's very specific. <laughs> he so just, I, I was I was really captured at first. Yes. But then he kept, he keeps doing these like 
B-roll shots of him like looking off into the distance, all dramatic. Yeah. It's like he's just a guy. He's just a guy. There's nothing wrong with him. You know, if I was on there, I'd be made fun of more than he would. But yeah. still, it's just like very dramatic. And then his voice comes over. It's like archaeologists suggest that yeah. these mountains are here. Yeah. Due to tectonic plate movement. But like, like it's I ridiculous. Think, and it's like, oh. Yeah, well, he keeps saying, like, archaeologists are so stuck in their ways. You know, like, he, he would be ragging on archaeologists the entire time. Which, you're generalizing like crazy. Because I guarantee this it's guy has chip. had bad experiences with some archaeologist somewhere being like, yeah. you're dumb. Like, why would you ever believe that? We have fact. So now he's like, all archaeologists are idiots. Yes. So we got, we started to get fed up with the, uh, all of that. Archaeologists. Archaeologists. So, I'm sorry. His eyebrows furrow like. (laughs) (laughs) So the ocean, (laughs) the ocean levels rose. Yes. And and snakes happened. It cut off this island from the rest of the mainland. So there were some snakes that we still have today. Some pregnant golden ones. Oh my gosh. Wait, is that pit viper? As in the sunglasses? What? There's a sunglass brand called pit viper. (laughs) Pit vipers is a type of snake. I and did not know that was a thing. There are, um, like, you know, Colors. subspecies or whatever. Red, yellow, green, blue. I'll show you a picture. But this species of pit viper, because there's no way for a snake to swim across, you know, to the mainland, it is the only place you find the snake. Oh, that's ever. cool. It is like their ecosystem and their entire food chain, everything is just Preserve. this one 100 acre island. Let me show you a picture. It's very small. Is this like a national protected area for Brazil? Do you know? You're not allowed to go here, mainly because you would die. So here's the island. It's not very big. I know. And it kind of looks like a snake. I hate snakes, but I think it'd be really cool to go. Okay. And then here's They're the probably snake. protecting the snakes because people would go and make boots out of them or something. Here's a snake. Yeah. People would definitely make boots out of that. They are pretty. Beautiful snake. They're very like, um, they're like wow. a brownish yellow. Yeah. And normally pit vipers look really angry. Like they look like they're, you know, they have like a furrowed brow yeah. all the time. But these kind of look, they look a little bit less like that. Oh, I don't know. They still look. <laughs> still snakes to <laughs> me. love that vibe. No offense. They grow to an average of just under three feet, sometimes okay. up to four feet long. And their venom melts your flesh because. Oh, my God. Here's what it is. Because they got cut off, their normal food uh, source is no longer available. They don't, there's no like, or at least not a lot of rats yeah. or ground animals. Yeah. So then their only option was to catch birds. And so normal pit vipers, what they do is they bite you and then they let go and they track you as you die. Yeah. That's and really disturbing. They can't do that with birds because birds will just fly away. And so they had to, one, they now bite and hang on instead of letting go. And they their venom is five times as potent as their uh, pit viper cousin. That is crazy. It's like over time, the only ones that survived were the ones that had stronger venom because the birds would die like very quickly, not enough time to fly off the island, so then they'd get to eat. So these are, that's so cool. Well, um, I'm thinking of a children's book now that you said all this venom oh, and death. God. <laughs> There's a children's book my mom my mom would read me that was a green snake. And he, I'm pretty sure it was a viper. And they like hung across branches in yeah. like a really cool fashion. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like you hung them on a wall. I don't know. And I, it was a children's book. So it didn't like, you know, there was no death. Yeah, yeah. But like 
the snakes, do, so the, the vipers, these vipers, they hang and like attack birds from limbs. Is yeah. that how they do it? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. So they, they've grown longer tails than their cousins for like gripping and stuff. So all all cool. kinds of different advancements that are just from having to catch birds. Also, I think you're t- thinking about an emerald tree boa. Oh, it's a verdi. <laughs> the books. It's a what? Verdi. V-E-R-D-I. It's a verdi. Uh, well, I think it's the color green in a different language. Verde? Well, I'm telling you, this book right here, Verde. Oh, yeah. Is the name of the snake, I'm pretty sure. I think you showed me this book. I'm looking to it more, but it was a, a very fond memory that you struck there. Oh, so glad I could do that for you. Oh, scary snakes, scary snakes, scary snakes. That's what, I, no, that's what, that's on the book. Mm-hmm. Emerald tree boa. Yep. They're oh. scary when they're not drawn by a children's artist. Boas are not scary. Boas just try to choke you to death they have weird mouths all right he's trying to show me pictures if he's gonna prove his point i'd like snakes <sighs> i'd go I think to an emerald I'd go tree to, would be a cool snake to own it's probably so you, could, you could make it happy like big terrarium yeah you, you just know, like put birds in there leave it alone so i always tell vince that i used to go to petarama and let snakes curl up under my hair and sleep mm. <laughs> nope dad had two snakes it was no it was a no for me so you're talking about they're yellow. You're telling me about the breed. They develop yes, they develop very potent, potent venom. venom. Yeah. So the, and they it, hold the birds. If you get bit, you die within an hour. Okay. It melts your flesh, causes internal bleeding, and uh, considering you're over 50 miles, yeah, probably. You can't, you can't get back. No. So anytime there are people that go on the island once per year because there's a lighthouse, and it's always accompanied with a medical team and researchers. Anti-venom. And yeah, if you got bit, you wouldn't make it back. Unless they could treat you there, which is the whole point of this yeah. team. They, like. they would at least, yeah, they'd be able to give you like anti-venom. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a nightmare. But think about, so I read an article of, uh, I'm going to talk about it. This lady, I think she's with Vice. I don't think I made a note. But okay. lot, lots of uh, people have come, like reporters, yeah. have come to do articles on this uh, island. And only some of them get to actually go along. But they always just go with the Brazilian Navy and... The researchers, because researchers go there every year too to count the snakes and like, take samples and like <laughs> gotta track them because they sacrifice one researcher each time they. Visit. Oh my gosh! But she was talking about how like they have to climb because this is not like a inhabited island. It's totally no sidewalks, right? <laughs> no ladders, no nothing. So they're climbing rocks, and she's just like. They're just constantly having to think everywhere you put your hand, there could be a snake. Oh, no. I know. And they won't attack you for no reason, but if you grab you them, them yeah. like they're going to get you. So this island, oh, well, hang on. Think of it from the snake's perspective. Every year, giant demons yeah, come. Yeah, they come and they take machines. some of us, and then they take our venom. We're like aliens to them. Exactly. I know. Their own little, they're on their own little earth, and then we just come in. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the lighthouse story? Why is that there? Hang on, I'm not done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The best part about this is the island. The lighthouse has just a brutally small amount of information on it. But uh, the island is so cool that I figured. And there's some lore. So, oh, speaking of lore, uh, the venom, you know how I said, you know, Mm -hmm. they evolved over time. Lore says that the snakes were placed there by pirates to hide buried treasure. Ugh. And that's going to come into play later in my notes. Oh. So their venom is actually very useful in medicine, which is why researchers go there so often to milk them, is what it's called. Mm, yeah. 
Have you seen videos? Yeah, it's scary. They like. They have them bite like a jar. And they go so fast too. It's like, and they're wiggling around and it's just like shooting out of their face. Yeah. Very scary. <laughs> it's terrifying. Anyone that wants to see something that's just like so unnatural and, and a snake's face completely morphs whenever it opens its mouth. It's just like, there's gums everywhere. I think and they like unhinge their jaw. Yeah. And then it's like their jaw can open. Like, you oh, know how jaws terrifying. are split down the middle? It's like alien. Yeah. Yeah. They just come apart. It's like all their bones just like come open. <laughs> Nightmare. Yeah. Specifically, this, like, golden lancehead vipers were used to develop captopril, which is a widely used blood pressure medicine, uh, mm. mostly known under the name of capitin. I hope I'm saying that, that right. I'm, I'm lucky to not know about that medicine. So considering that they're only found in this one spot on Earth, they have a, like such a small footprint of their ecosystem and it's all very delicate because mm -hmm. you know it's like if you reduce the amount of birds then you just reduce the amount of snakes there's yeah. no there's no coming back like no other second options or whatever they're considered critically endangered so they're like right on the edge even though there are so many on the island because the footprint's so small it's like the the um what is it called the requirements to be critically endangered are like yeah. their ecosystem footprint has to be less than like a hundred kilometers or something okay and or like there needs to be this many and or there needs to be you know like some there's just system. some requirements yeah. so like one of them being that home is so just small a, is the that, yeah that just they're automatically on like cri critically endangered but on top of that locals want to use the land to grow bananas <laughs> because bananas are profitable out there I don't know. It mu I mean, it must be. Because you're going to go 50 miles off yeah, coast to, to get your bananas. to a snake island to sell bananas or to grow bananas. Oh, and they're hanging in the trees. Yeah. Oh. Oh. So they're trying to burn it down. So oh, a couple I was going to say they'd firebomb it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a couple sense. times where they tried to burn it down, which reduces the amount of vegetation and trees. So less birds stop there on their way when they're migrating. So less birds, less snakes. So there's been a large cool. decrease in snakes over there. Well, if anything happens to that island, like even like a hurricane, I don't know where anything about that area, but yeah, um, that's it, right? Other yeah. than the ones in captivity. I know. Well, there's only one. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I don't believe that. I know. There's, really? You can go see one snake. It's still in Brazil, just off the coast. It's like the only, but uh, wow. I don't really know what they do with it, but illegal wildlife trade targets these snakes often, and researchers will be approached by people Offering to buy one for up to $30,000. If they take it when they're there. What do you mean? If the researchers could get access to the island to steal a snake. Yeah, or like they bring some snakes back with them for like research. And oh, stuff. I see. I, I Yeah, one of them just Probably don't survive, but you know, they could easily just be like, here's a snake. But I don't think you'd want to unleash that on the world. I don't know. I mean, the, it, it's just slightly different than its ancestors, but. I mean, look at what's happened in the Everglades. I know very little about that situation, but I guess people release, um, are they boa constrictors? Mm -hmm. And they're from Africa originally? I oh. can't, I, or Burmese pythons. I, I, I don't know. Okay. Some giant snake, let's say. It's not from the United States. It's not native to and North America. And wreak havoc. Well, they're not. They release them because they get too big for their encounter or enclosures that they have encounters yeah and then they release them but without any enclosure limitations that breed of snake or maybe several breeds oh they just get are huge like, they could be 20 plus feet long oh 
and they're that's out of control. Like I heard recently, it was on a podcast, so take that for what you will. But like I heard, ninety percent of uh, the mammals in the Everglades are gone. Oh no! Like, like all the deer, all the land animals. Like it's just like ninety percent now. Yeah. Well, because of snakes, and snakes eat crocodiles. No. Mm-hmm. And it, well, I think it's alligators actually in the Everglades. You think but they'd snakes be able eat to alligators? Get rid of them. I th- there's there's open. So one thing that you can do to control animals and wildlife is to hunt them. Yeah, destroy and, them. Well, there's hunting events. <laughs> that they like they send out hundreds of boats, and it's like a competition, like a fishing competition, mm-hmm. but for snakes. Uh, and they still they're not at all close to managing that problem. Dang. So when when I say oh they should just you know take a couple and put them in zoos or release them of these special snakes from brazil yeah unintended consequences you know that's funny i forgot what i was gonna say oh i'm sorry <laughs> you're you're talking about how um, sometimes they get bribed i had something to say about what you were uh saying but i can't remember what it was i talked so long <laughs> that the moment came and I passed had, she got yeah. bored and then thought of something else <laughs> no like, what am i gonna have for breakfast tomorrow <laughs> i can't i can't have breakfast tomorrow they don't know that i'm having surgery tomorrow that time when I broke my foot like a year ago. A year ago, yep. Yeah, it never healed. So surgery tomorrow. It's all patched up. Gonna be on my butt again for a long time. It's gonna be good. On that note, we'll move into the lighthouse, which there is like two bullet points of information. All right, I kind of want to know more about the snakes. I know. I wish I had more, but uh, you guys can go to our website to check out all of our resources. I will be linking lots of articles about Very this good. island. And also, please do send us lighthouses to cover because this one is from a listener and it's super awesome. And I would have never seen it if someone hadn't said something. So it's built in 1909. It's very boxy. I think it's concrete. It's like, you know, gray. There's no seams of like rock. It's not really pretty or anything. It's much, it's a lot for, just for utility. Utilitarian. Yeah. It's definitely not uh, for show or anything, mainly because there's nobody here. Yeah. (laughs) The snakes don't care. Yeah. It has a neat little, like, stone balcony on top, I want to say. But there's so few pictures of it that I can only guess about what exactly oh, it really? looks like. Like, it could just be a trick of the photo or something. Yeah. It's like, oh, it looks like a cool balcony, but you go up and it's just, like, a fence or something. Yeah. You know. So very few pictures. Like, Google Earth, did it, like, did it have pictures of the island? Google Earth? Yeah. Never used Google Earth. Oh, well, it's, we can look into it. It's pretty neat. Well, I used Google Earth in my Geology 101 class, but I haven't used it to look at anything in particular. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. <laughs> Picking up what I'm putting down? They're protecting the snakes. So it was only manned for a little over a decade before it was automated, so it was like early wow, 1920s, yeah, that they automated it. Um, and how this came to happen is down to local legend. So let me give you the <laughs> the wild stories of what happened to make this an automated lighthouse. Aside from the fact that no pe- no people should be living on this island. Because it's Snake Island. Yeah, because it's snakey, snakey, snake. Snake, snake, snake. <laughs> Most logical uh, explanation is that they moved, keepers just moved off the island because they didn't want to be around snakes. And yeah. it's far away from the mainland, so you just automate the lighthouse the next theory is that a keeper asked for a rescue team and because he had been bit by a snake which by the way he'd be a goner 
When he got there, or when the team got there, he was nowhere to be found. And one by one, the members of the research team ventured into the forest to find this keeper guy, which they should have just been like, that's too bad. He's a goner. Let's head out. <laughs> um, but eventually, they all succumbed to snake bites, and there was no one left, so they automated it. I was just going to say, I was just going to say, this sounds like the plot to a scary movie, like a boat. <laughs> Wrecks on an unknown shore. Yeah, there's the lighthouse wasn't working, and there snakes. are snakes. One you, by one, the team. Yeah, you find dies. out there's like a giant one. There's like a king boa. Yeah. It's like 17 feet long. The mama snake. Yeah, they're like <laughs> trying to get the lighthouse to function so they can send out a message. And then there's another ship, but the ship crashes, and then they're they're stranded. They don't know what to do, and they got to survive. Snakes start crawling onto the ship. They have to eat snakes because there's no other food on the island. Ew. So they eat some of the snakes. And then the mama snake finds out. And then it becomes obvious. It's not sneaky anymore. It comes out and hunts them down one at a time. The ground rumbles. I feel like this could be a film. It wouldn't be good. It It'd be one of those tacky, like, fun films that you watch and you're like. Yeah. Like an afternoon. You're stuck in a hotel room. What's on TV? Yeah. Super it's like, snake like yellow. One, like one of the really early on, um, like, what is it? King Kong? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. King Kong. Very good. I always think Donkey Kong. Yep. <laughs> I was going to reference Kong or Skull Island earlier. We talked about sacrificing one of the oh, researchers yeah. each time they visited. So we've had a couple of almost Same references. Yeah. yeah, we're really circling around it today. <laughs> <laughs> the last theory, which is the most gory, th and this one was written everywhere because people love a sensational story. They're like, you want to go to a place where people, the last inhabitants were murdered by snakes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, is that the theory? It's that... The keeper accidentally left a window open, and he was uh, staying there with his wife and three children, and the snakes crawled in through the window while they were sleeping. And killed all of them. And bit them all. And they were running, and snakes were biting at them, and they were found in their, like, emergency, like, rowboats uh, filled with blood because they liquefied. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, if you want to keep people away from somewhere, you tell stories like yeah, that. Yeah, true. So, so that was... There's a probably just a giant <laughs> marijuana crop on this island. <laughs> <laughs> it's, probably, just it's probably a giant, like, cocaine plant. And they're like, oh, yeah, snakes. Oh, so, so many. You'll die right away. <laughs> they pay the researchers every time they show up, like, here are some snakes. Uh, <laughs> Say that they're really, really scary. All right. That's Good. so funny. Uh, anyway, so that is the end of... The, any information on the okay. lighthouse is that it's built in 1909. You know what it looks like. Yeah. And the last keepers uh, were killed by snakes. Yeah. Nowadays, humans only set foot on this island uh, once a year for, like I mentioned, the Brazilian Navy and the research team. They do maintenance on the lighthouse, you know, just the usual. Checking the bulb. Sweeping up. Yeah, sweeping, rearranging furniture. <laughs> Redecorating. Move a snake. Move a snake. All the, all the Amazon purchases they got to unpackage. Yeah. <laughs> Access to the island is strictly prohibited, so you need special... Well, first of all, you need to be escorted by the Navy to go there. You can't just... I mean, I'm sure people try. That's why they've tried to burn down the island a Kayak couple times. out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kayak. Exactly. But if you want to go there officially, like if you're a reporter or something, and you want to write a crazy article just like everybody else... You need special permission. It's very prohibited, very sacred, mainly because people will die if they just go there. Yeah. There's another story about a guy, you know, a fisherman shows up on the island and dies immediately. It's like people just, yeah, 
I mean, that could have happened. It's possible. <laughs> it's just like, I mean, I don't know anything, but I, I believe it. If you had an environment that's isolated like an island and you dominate it with one breed of animal, like yeah. it's going to be covering as much as possible mm-hmm. all of the land or all of that space. Yeah. And so every environment that they could be in, they will be, basically. Yeah. That's crazy. So yeah. the w- how long ago was this isolation? Like uh, We're talking hundreds 11, of thousands? 11,000 years Tens ago. Tens of thousands. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Whatever the I mean, cataclysm that's was. It's a long time, but... And they're all yellow. There hasn't been any adaptations. No. Other but than their hunting adaptations. Yeah. It's another problem with these snakes is that inbreeding has just naturally uh-huh. happened because there's nowhere else to go. Yeah. A phenomena, especially for these snakes, is that they are born as both. They're like a chimera, I think it's called. They're born as both sexes. Huh. And so they're obviously sterile. And so then they just die off. They're single generation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But thought that was yeah. interesting. That was like a random, very specific inbreeding effect. Yeah. Is that these snakes suffer from the most. Is and that not an advantage, clearly. No. They can't pass on genes. So. Yeah. So Vice and like 60 Minutes. Oh, yeah. Did Vice, you said Vice coverage? We did, it? yeah. I, that, that was actually the video that was sent to me by a listener was the Vice coverage. I think it's, I think it might be like 40 something minutes, but, um, and I didn't watch it actually. Oh. I know. I read Vice's article on it. Which I'm assuming is like I don't want to read Vice. I yeah I feel bad, but you know, you Vice, know how research goes. Vice had some, in my this is all my opinion, some really interesting stories mm-hmm. and really good coverage back in the day, and then recently what I've seen from Vice has been much less impressive and yeah. much more political. And I wonder if like what I click on is more like how to keep your hair healthy. <laughs> And so then Ten that's tips all I for get. summer. Yeah, from vices, like stuff like that. But yeah. I'm sure they have some, like, you know, scientific. Some hard hitters. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Let me see. Oh, 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 this is interesting. Um, there's a show called Treasure Quest. This is what I was talking about earlier. Uh, tr- treasure Quest Snake Island follows treasure hunters as they tried to find legendary Incan treasure called the Treasure of the Trinity. And I couldn't find out. It said it was like reality TV. And there was, like, some big, like, I don't know what it's called. Some controversy because yeah. the director had quit. Or or maybe not the director, but somebody up or, up or you know, yeah. in the team quit and said that most of it was scripted. So I'm assuming that it was, like, it was actually following these people as they were trying to find this ink and treasure. But I didn't go too deep into it because this is a lighthouse podcast. Yeah. We got the ni- the lighthouse part nailed down. Yeah. But apparently in the show, they suspected, like, there was some historical evidence that pointed towards this treasure of the Trinity being on Snake Island. And so I, did, I couldn't really find out if they actually went to the island or if they just, it was all hypothetical, you know? Like, yeah. if they're like, if we did go there, then it would be, you know. Well, so that relates to your buried treasure mm-hmm. more that we talked about. Yeah. I know. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> of course. <laughs> we should watch the show and find out. It was yeah. like 2014 or something, so. Yeah, I'd watch it. It's probably silly. but Yeah, it's probably silly. I think a lot of shows are scripted. I don't believe yeah. most shows I see now. I'm sure there's some uh, nudging. Even like, what did I watch? There was some, they showed some behind the scenes stuff in, oh, what's it called? 
Married at First Sight, I think. And they tell them what questions to ask their their partner. And yeah, I don't believe that show at all. That's entirely scripted, in my personal opinion. <laughs> I think some of the conversation is scripted, but I think that their struggle to form a relationship is real. <laughs> <laughs> it's too relatable. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> you take that back right now. Well, not for us. Okay. Well, I thought. <laughs> We have our own podcast. So this has been quite the flipping of scripts and themes from I last know. time. We had our Lighthouse Cocktail Hour number one. Yeah. What? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Technically one, two, and three. But, you know, we did not record a screen today. So what can listeners look for on our Instagram and on YouTube? What images are they going to look for? What uh, will they see? I'll just post pictures of the lighthouse, uh, maybe one of the island, and what the snakes look like, so you can also see that they're pretty but deadly. Sounds good. YouTube probably whatever you make of it. I'll probably put Verde on there for fun. Okay, yeah. Children's you book. You should, yeah, and then put it next to the picture of the emerald tree boa. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's the end of uh, this episode. Very good. Yeah, Snake I, I Island number not, one. Not a lot of lighthouse stuff going on, but I had to get back into the groove. It's this been is our first Brazil. Lighthouse, right? Oh, yeah. I think you're right. need to make a little map. We're going around the world. <gasps> we should make a little map. Little lighthouses on it. That should be like the cover of our... Uh, oh, what a great idea. How cute. We're going to do it. We put a pin on it every time we cover a lighthouse. Little lighthouse pin. You can like... Oh, we'll have to... We'll work on this. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thanks right. for uh, joining us, everybody. Yes, and we mentioned it a couple times, but our website is thelighthouselowdown.com. And I still have to develop it. But right now, you can go there to figure out where you can listen to our podcast. Um, and there are links to all of those. And then you can see sources and pictures. And you can also leave us messages where you can suggest lighthouses we should cover. Please send us suggestions. It's so much fun whenever we get to research a lighthouse that somebody else sent to us. Because it's like very purposeful. Like, I'm going to deliver this lighthouse to this person. <laughs> very good. Yeah. Fun to be a part of it. And make sure to follow us on Instagram and subscribe to our website. There's a place you can subscribe and get emails and whatnot. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope to see you next time on The Lighthouse Lowdown. I'll get the hang of this. Here. You should be in charge of that.